What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 67, and my guest for this episode is Ethan Quell. Ethan, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. No problem. Thank you. All right. Now let's get into what we're going to be talking about for this episode. What we're going to be talking about for this episode. And the topics for this episode are Washington football team to reveal a new nickname on February 2nd, 2022, the Hub Arkush Aaron Rodgers situation. NFL teams can lose draft picks, draft picks for doing interview violations. The Bears to let go of Matt Nagy, but other members of the Bears organization still to be determined. Uh, Vic Fangio fired by the Broncos. Shaq Lawson released by the Jets. Vita Vea, four-year, $73 million contract extension. Sponsor sues Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars head coaching search. The Jalen Hurts situation, the NFL injury situation. Week 17 takeaways. Chiefs, Broncos, Cowboys, Eagles takeaways and predictions for week 18 matchups. All right, now let's get, now let's go into Washington football team to reveal new nickname on February 2nd, 2022. Ethan, what do you think? Um, I guess uh, in terms of like the final names, I think they, uh, they sound pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what name they have in store because it's kind of weird still. Yeah. Uh, having them being called the Washington football team. So 100%. definitely uh, looking forward to seeing what kind of name they come out with. Yeah, I agree with you there. I'm looking forward uh, to see what they uh, choose as their new team name going forward. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ethan, do you have anything else on that? Uh, um, yeah, hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't blow it. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with you there. All right. Now let's go to the Hub Arkush Aaron Rodgers situation. And what do you think of this situation? Um. So, if I am correct on this, the reporter basically was saying he wouldn't vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because of what he did off the field regarding COVID and other stuff. And, yeah, I um, think so, yeah. And so for that, I think I think that guy probably should get his vote taken away just because it has nothing to do with his performance on the field and just about other stuff that's off the field that shouldn't really be taken into account when determining an MVP. So I think definitely they should take a look at that guy getting a vote for next year if they can change that because – that shouldn't uh, that shouldn't be in the consideration when determining that award. Yeah, I agree with you. He also did uh, he also did come and apologize though for what he did, which is the right thing. Mm-hmm. That is the right thing for him to apologize. But again, he was uh, Hub Arkush was totally out of line in uh, saying what he said about Aaron Rodgers prior to apologizing. Totally out of line. Yeah. Yeah. Totally out of line in that situation. Um, that is, that is good. The apologize though. So yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the, on the hub, our Kush Aaron Rodgers situation? Um, I think that's, that's probably good. All right. Sounds good. Now let's go to NFL teams can lose draft picks for doing interview violations. And, um, I, I like this move by the NFL. I think it's a really good move. Uh, what do you think of this? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely a good thing that the NFL is making sure the teams are asking appropriate questions because I know in the past it's not always been that case. And uh, it sometimes can get pretty inappropriate towards certain players j- just based on where they're from and maybe what other teams have heard about their family and other yeah, yeah. information that I think is pretty irrelevant most of the time. So I think yeah, definitely the team should get punished if they continue to ask like ridiculous questions like they have been. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you there. Uh, interview. We, the interviewers shouldn't be asking inappropriate questions. Mm-hmm. They really should not be doing that. It's super disrespectful for them to do that as well. So yeah, I agree with you there. 
Ethan, do you have anything else on uh, on NFL teams can lose draft picks for doing interview violations? Um, no, I think we covered it pretty good. All right, cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right, now let's go to the Bears to let go of Matt Nagy, but other members of the Bears organization still to be determined. And uh, Ethan, what do you think? Oh uh, yeah, I think that was a it was a long time coming. I'm happy yeah. they got rid of Nagy because he was obviously getting it done. And uh, I'm looking forward to see who they hire. I think Jim Harbaugh was in the running for mm-hmm. maybe another manager. Um, and then I think they should probably get a new general manager also, just because yes, yes, Ryan yes, Pace has yes, not yes, done yes. great recently. Yes, they should get the ball rolling on a new regime. Yeah, hundred percent. I hundred percent agree with you there. I think they did the right thing by their. It is the right decision by the Bears to do so. I think they should get rid of Ryan Pace as well. Uh, not that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are bad people. I just think yeah. that we need results with the Bears, and I don't think these are the guys going forward. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, anything else on uh, the Bears to let go of Matt Nagy? Um, but other members yeah, of the just, Bears uh, organization to be really determined. Important. It's really important who they hire now just because Justin Fields is young and he could get – his career is definitely on the line in terms of his development depending yeah. on who they hire. So they really should get this right. Yeah, 100%. Uh, agree with you there. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else on this situation? Um, no, I think we covered it pretty good. All right, good. Awesome. Thank you. Let's go to now. Let's go to Vic Fangio fired by the Broncos. Uh, Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, so I, Dick Fangio, I remember him from uh, the days he was the Bears defensive coordinator, and he's always been a really good coach, especially defensively. So I think there's still, like, going to be demand for him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the coordinator on a team next year, actually, just because he's had such a long, good re- reputation as, like, a really solid defensive coordinator. So yeah, I think uh, he'll definitely get find employment elsewhere soon. But I understand why he's not a great head coach, just because – they haven't gotten the results they wanted and their offense has been pretty bad ever since he took over. So that definitely makes sense for them because they're a good, they're good franchise and they're used to winning. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. Uh, I think it was, it's the right move. It is the right move by the Broncos to uh, fire Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio, right move by them. Uh, so, yeah, I also wanted to say, hopefully, um, I mean, hopefully Matt Nagy uh, can get get a, uh, another job in the NFL sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Just wanted yeah. to throw that in there. Hopefully he can uh, get a job in the NFL sometime soon with another team. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Also... Uh, hopefully Vic Fangio can find another job with an NFL team as well. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on the Vic Fangio, on Vic Fangio being fired by the Broncos? I think we covered it pretty well. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Now we have Shaq Lawson released by the Jets. Uh, what do you, what do you think of this? Um, yeah, I think it probably, probably makes sense for them just because um, they're trying to save money. They're obviously not where they need to be in terms of talent right now. So they need to, it doesn't really make sense for them to have like a really high, high paid uh, defensive line, lineman or linebacker. I think he is. So I, I think this move makes sense for them for sure. Cause they're, they're still like probably a couple years off in terms of when they really want to go all in on players and, really spent a lot of money. So this makes sense to me. Yeah, it does. It does make sense from a salary cap perspective. I, I agree with you there, but I, I still think 
I think it's a little premature to release him. I think they should give him another chance, another season for sure. I that's my that's my take on that. I think they should give him another season. Yeah, he's, he is a good he's a good player. I just uh, I'm you probably could find another home somewhere else, but I, I get um, I get why they don't want to spend their money on him just because he hasn't really been contributing much lately. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Uh, also, uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, Shaq Lawson uh, finds another team as soon as possible. I hopefully he gets on another team as soon as possible. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred uh, percent. They had also the Jets had also released Sherrod Neesman as well. Yeah, they released Sherrod Neesman as well. Uh, I personally think they should keep him there as well. Keep him with the Jets as well. It's my I have the same take with Sherrod Neesman as I have with uh, Shaq Lawson. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just it's pretty clear the Jets are going to have a lot of new players next year. So I feel like it makes sense for them to be getting rid of players now and just preparing for next year because they definitely need to get a lot of new players. And I think that's it's a good move to get rid of people early. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I understand. I understand. 100%. Um, yeah. I, I totally understand your take on this. Uh, yeah. And I also want to say, hopefully, uh, Sherrod Neesman finds a new team as soon as possible as well. Yeah. And the Jets had also promoted some players to the practice squad. Um, I mean, not, not, no. We're elevated from the practice squad. Excuse me. Uh, you had Ronnie Blair, Tariq Black, and Ross Pierschwacher. You had those guys uh, promoted from the practice squad. That's good. That that helps out the Jets a lot. That's good. Um, good on them. So, and yeah, hopefully they do well against the Bills. Yeah. Hopefully uh, they can uh, at least have a positive impact on the uh, active roster. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hopefully they do well there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have Anything else on uh, Shaq Lawson being uh, released by the Jets? Uh, no, I think we covered it pretty good. All right. Good. Thank you. All right. Now let's go to Vita Vea, four-year, $73 million, contract, $73 million contract extension. And uh, this, is, uh, this is great by the Bucs. Great business by the Bucs. He's one of – he is such a great football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally has been an insane league uh great defensive presence for the bucks uh he's a hell of a defensive tackle in the nfl yeah yeah i think he's very important for them to stop the run which yeah. they've done so well the last couple of years so it definitely makes sense for them to keep him he was a great great pick out of um i think washington um, when they got him, and uh, he's been contributing ever since. He's like, he's very athletic for his size, too, mm-hmm. and he's been pretty durable. 100%. He's also another good factor for someone that big. Um, so, yeah, it de- definitely makes sense, and it's good to see that he's getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, 100% agree with you there. Yeah. He's earned every bit of that contract extension. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, Vita Vea continues to play well. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. Uh, do you have anything else on uh, Vita Vea? Mm-mm. Vita Vea, four-year, $73 million contract extension. No, I think we covered it pretty well. Oh, wait. I forgot. I think it was uh, – wait, hang on. One more thing. 
I think it was 42 million guaranteed. Uh, oh, wow. let, me, let me see. Yeah, it was 42 million guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's insanely, that's a lot of money too. Yeah. 42 million guaranteed. Oh. That's a, that's yet, yeah, that's amazing. Again, uh, Vita Vea has earned absolutely every bit of that contract for sure. Oh, well. Yeah. Good uh, job. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Totally good for him. Congrats to him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he continues to play well. Yeah. And yes, Ethan, uh, do you have anything else on Vita Vea? Uh, 73 million four-year 73 million dollar contract extension no all right cool thank you all right now let's go to sponsor sue's jacksonville jaguars this is insane uh this is a really crazy situation uh because uh urban meyer had been fired uh urban meyer had been fired uh through uh during the season you have the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars fans, uh, it's like the clown game or something. Yeah, you have um, upset Jacksonville fans uh, planning to uh, you have a uh, Jack's, Jacksonville Jaguars fans planning to protest uh, Shad Khan's decision to retain Trent Baalke as the GM. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really pretty, crazy. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Pretty crazy situation. And also, uh, yeah, I totally understand the lawsuit. Uh, I understand the lawsuit from uh, roof roofclaim.com totally understand their decision to do so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I totally understand the lawsuit is and what's it called? What's it called? Uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Well, what am I thinking about? blanking right now uh, they uh roof uh claim.com doesn't want to be the primary sponsor of the game of their game against indianapolis so yeah. it's a really crazy situation i just want to see they're uh they're alleging i mean it says on an article from Michael DeRocco on ESPN saying uh, the company roofclaim.com also claims that it doesn't want its brand associated with being uh, the primary sponsor for Sunday's home game against the Indianapolis Colts because of the movement on social media of disgruntled fans playing to wear clown attire to the game to show their frustration with Jaguars owner Shad Khan. Uh, yeah it's insane uh, also it says the Florida Times Union newspaper first reported the lawsuit which claims breach of contract because the defendant did not provide the full scope of marketing outline in the agreement throughout the regular season even if it did provide these marketing opportunities the defendant has created such a toxic environment that around its brand that prom that the promised commingling of marks has become a detriment to roofclaim.com 
the lawsuit claims. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's, they it's, definitely got to get things figured out. And uh, yeah, yeah, the sponsor has a right to sue just because of how bad the team's been off the field this season. And like, yeah, hundred percent. They really have to get their act together. Yeah, it, there's so much dysfunction in Jacksonville. It's unreal. And um, yeah. I just want to see how this lawsuit plays out. I think I think you do do. I think I think we all want to see how this lawsuit plays out. Um, so yeah, I just want to see how this plays out. Uh, let's just see kind of what happens going forward. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Ethan, do you have anything else on this situation? All right, cool. Uh, speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, we have the Jaguars head coaching search, which is very interesting in and of itself. Uh, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think they're interviewing Byron Leftwich. Yeah, yeah. Job. So I think he's a he's a good offensive mind. He's been the Bucks' offensive coordinator for the last couple of years, and they've obviously had a lot of it, a lot of success. So I think, yeah, if they can hire someone that's like offensive minded that can get Trevor Lawrence on the path that he needs to be going down, then I think that would be really good for them. Hundred percent. They haven't been. They've missed on pretty much every head coaching hire they've had, so they they really got to get it right because they just have been so bad for so long. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think Byron Leftwich would do really well as a head coach in the NFL. He's very, yeah. like you said, offensive minded. He's been a great offensive coordinator for the Bucks. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator during their Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. And it was literally, I mean, amazing offense. The Bucks, amazing offensively. Uh, again, uh, Byron Left, which is a great offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, yeah, hopefully the Jaguars uh, find a great head coach. Uh, Yeah. I think Byron Leftwich, like I said earlier, I think Byron Leftwich would be a great fit for the Jags for mm-hmm. sure. Hopefully that can all work out in a way. I've also heard that Kellen Moore is in the running. I think yeah. he had an interview as well. Let me just check that up real quick. Yeah, he, he did. He, he was interviewing. He's, he's in the interviewing. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jaguars had coaching search. It's really. And they also had Bill O'Brien in there as well, which is interesting. And Todd Bowles and Jim Caldwell. Uh, yeah, super interesting. I mean, it's, it is very interesting to see how that's all in play. And you also have Matt uh, in candidates. Uh, reported candidates. You have Todd Bowles, great defensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, I think I think all these candidates can contribute a lot of positivity to the yeah. Jaguars. Hopefully, hopefully uh, one of these guys Oh, one of these guys uh, gets the job in Jacksonville. Like, hopefully one of these guys can get the job in Jacksonville and make a positive impact on that organization. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to see how that all plays out as well. And also uh, Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator for the pack, for the offensive coordinator for the Packers, as well as in the running. So it's very interesting to see. And then Matt Eberflus too. So Matt Eberflus, the offensive, the defensive coordinator for the Colts. So, yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out again. Hopefully the Jaguars uh, get any one of these coaches. And 
if one of these coaches are selected, hopefully the coach that gets that is selected, hopefully they do well with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Do you have anything else on uh, the Jaguars head coaching search? Nope. All right, cool. Uh, now let's go to the Jalen Hurts situation. And that was uh, a really tragic situation with the railing collapse that happened at the Washington football team Eagles matchup. Uh, I hope those fans are uh, doing well. I hope hopefully they continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I also that's really good that Jalen Hurts also penned a letter to the Washington football team. That was a really smart thing for him to do there too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts did the right thing by penning the letter to the Washington football team. Uh, it shows how great of a person he is. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good move by him. Uh, fortunate situation that people, everyone is pretty much uh, okay from the accident. No one really got seriously injured, so that's good. Yeah, There's the, the incident had come after like – as game yeah i think it was yeah. right off the field and then the yeah it was off collapsed. the field yeah it's a really again it's, it's just a really sad situation hopefully hopefully the people that uh fell hopefully they get better as soon as possible and also i think i think some of the fans had reported that they didn't get medical attention i want to check that out too something like that uh Yeah, some fans were saying that the Washington football team uh, didn't offer aid after the collapse, which is insane. Ethan? Yep. It's, in, it's insane. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty interesting situation. Uh, but everyone pretty much is healthy, so that's good. It's yes. Nice. Not very serious, so. Yeah. That's good to hear. That is great to hear. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the Jalen Hurts situation? Nope. All right, now let's go to the NFL injury situation. And, again, like I've said on my show countless times, Hopefully anyone that's not healthy, um, hopefully they can get better. They get better as soon as possible. Yep. Yeah. Also, the injury report. Uh, It had said earlier that uh, – what's it called? Uh, hmm. Injury report. Let's see the injury report. There's one article saying that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is, exe is expected to start against the Rams. Uh, that came from what's it called? That came from uh, and like some Ian Rappaport reports uh, from a source. So, I mean, hopefully. Uh, that'll it, hopefully Jimmy Garoppolo is able to play today. 
Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think there was something with JJ Watt too. Uh, let me see with JJ Watt. Uh, it said earlier that from an article from Josh Weinfuss that Arizona Cardinals, J.J. Watt designated to return from injured reserve, which is great news. Yeah, very good. Yeah, 100%. Really big impact player for them, so that'll be yeah. good to have him back for the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, again, hopefully anyone that's uh, injured, uh, not healthy, hopefully they get healthy as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you also have Derek Henry. I think he's possibly. Um, let's see what's up with Derek Henry. I think he returned to practice this week. Yeah, I think he's just. It had said earlier that um, he's not not going to be. Uh, he's not going to be activated. Uh, it says an article from Adam Maya from NFL.com saying that Titans not activating uh, Derrick Henry for Sunday's game against the Tex versus the Texans. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, hopefully uh, Derrick Henry can get back on the field as soon as possible. He's, he's an, an insanely amazing running back. Uh, yeah. If he hadn't, if he hadn't been injured, I think he would be leading the league in rushing yards and touchdowns and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Derrick Henry is one hell of a running back, and it's so exciting to watch him play football. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Anything else on the NFL injury situation? Nope. All right, cool. Now let's go to the week 17 takeaways. What do you take away from week 17? Um, well, there were some pretty pretty good games. Uh, I think the Bear the Bears won, so that was a good yes, good sign. Hundred percent. The Bengals beat the Chiefs, which was a pretty crazy game. Yeah. Uh, and they won the AFC North, so that was great for them. Uh yeah, the NFC West is going to be coming down to the wire this week. That'll be a close race. Um, yeah, it was a lot of good competitive games, and people are affirming their playoff spot now. So cool to see everything coming into place. Yeah, 100% agree with you there. Yeah, I agree. On that part, I also have some takeaways. Uh, I want you to see, want to see what you think. All right. Uh, <clears throat> hang on one second, just doing something. Hang on one second. Single season record. All right. Um, I have some takeaways on my own. Hang on, Ethan. I'll be there in a second. All right, uh, here's what I take away. Uh, the Bengals played insanely well in their win against the Chiefs. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase played insanely well also against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bengals also managed the game incredibly well towards the end of the fourth quarter to win against the Chiefs. The Buccaneers also had a nice come-from-behind win against the Jets. The tribute to John Madden was great across the league. The Cardinals got a nice win over the Cowboys in Dallas. 
The Raiders got a nice win over the Colts as well. Trey Lance impressed in Jimmy Garoppolo's absence. It is amazing that Devontae Adams passed Don Hudson for fourth all-time receiving yards in Packers history and broke his own single-season record for catches. Uh, it is amazing that Kyle Pitts is the second tight end in history to have 1,000-plus receiving yards in their rookie season. It is great that Jamar Chase had 266 receiving yards against the Chiefs, which is the most by a rookie in the NFL in one game. It is great that Tom Brady has 40-plus passing touchdowns in back-to-back seasons for the first time in his career. Uh, that is amazing that Najee Harris broke Franco Harris's rookie record for rushing yards for the Steelers. Uh, that is amazing that Robert Quinn passed Richard Dent's single season record in sacks for the Bears. That is great that Richard Dent congratulated Robert Quinn on breaking his single season record, sack, single season sacks record for the Bears. Uh, what a fantastic game by the Steelers against the Browns. They did a great job of honoring Ben Roethlisberger as well. That is great that Mike Tomlin set an NFL record by avoiding a losing season for the 15th straight season. The railing collapse at the Washington football team. Uh, at the football, Washington football team, Eagles game was very tragic. That's what I have so far. Yeah, those are good. I uh, yeah. agree with pretty much all of them. Those all right, good. cool. Thank you. I also – it was Richard Dent and uh, – Uh, Richard Dent, congratulations. Uh, yeah, he had uh, Hang on, I'm looking for the video. Uh, where, where's the video? Is something with the uh, someone else in that video i'm trying to find it right now richard denhead congratulated him in the video with uh uh jimbo covert uh in that video with uh, Jimbo Covert as well. Nice video. It was uh, on the Chicago Bears Twitter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 And also nice work by Richard Dent as well and yep. Jimbo Covert. So, yeah. Just wanted to add that. Uh, let me just put that in my takeaways too as well. Where is that? In the Twitter. Hang on, Ethan. Video with Jimbo Covert. All right, yeah. Great video. I got that in there. So, yeah. What do you think of my takeaways? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think they're good. I agree with them. They're All right. Solid. Cool. Thank you. All right, now let's go to... Now we have Chiefs, Broncos, and Cowboys, Eagles takeaways. Uh, Ethan, what do you take away from those games? Yeah, I mean, the expected teams wanted both of them. I think the Cowboys and the yeah. Chiefs both look ready to compete in the playoffs, and it was a good tune-up game for both of them. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty. Uh, they went pretty much how I expected them to go. So, Yeah. But yeah, 100%. Uh, what do you take away specifically from the Cowboys game? Like, um, they their offense looked really good. Um, 
and their defense definitely looks improved this year. So that's been continued into this week. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think they're looking they're looking pretty strong heading into the playoffs. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you there on the Cowboys. Uh, what about? I mean, I have some takeaways I want to share from the Cowboys Eagles game as well. So. I wanted to say the Cowboys were fantastic and dominated the Eagles on both sides of the ball. Uh, the game was very close in the first half. Aaron Sippis's 22-yard punt late in the second quarter changed the game a lot. The Cowboys running and passing game were outstanding. The Cowboys' best players were Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Jaquan Hardy, Ito Smith, Corey Clement, Cedric Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Kelvin Joseph, DeMonte Casey, Leighton Vander Esch, Keanu Neal, Neville Gallimore, Demarcus Lawrence, and Terrell Basham. The Eagles' best players were Gardner Minshew II, Kenneth Gainwell, Jason Hundley, Quez Watkins, Devontae Smith, Tyree Jackson, Jalen Rager, Kayvon Wallace, Andre Chattery. I think it's how you say his name, Chattery. Uh, Josiah Scott, Sean Bradley, Patrick Johnson, and Milton Williams. Uh, that is great that Devontae Smith passed Deshaun Jackson's rookie receiving yards record for the most by an Eagles rookie. Uh, that is great that uh, Dak Prescott uh, pass Tony Romo's passing TDs for the most by a Cowboys quarterback in one season. Um, again, I just want to say congratulations to Devontae Smith. Congratulations to Dak Prescott. Again, uh, I just want to say uh, congratulations as well to uh, uh, Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, uh, Robert Quinn, Najee Harris. Uh, congrats to those guys on uh, breaking records. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, congrats to those guys. Yeah, I also would like to congratulate. Hang on, hang on. Actually, All right. I said Gardner Minshew the second, right? Yep. All right. Thank you. I said everything with the Cowboys and Eagles takeaways. Yep. What do you What do you think about them? Yeah, I, I agree. I think they uh, the Eagles definitely had some good players, and the Cowboys also played pretty well on offense and defense. So. Yeah. yeah I agree. Hundred percent. All right. Uh, all right now let's go to the Chiefs Broncos what do you take away specifically from that um yeah the Chiefs definitely looked good like they normally do um they scored a lot of points uh, the Broncos are a tough defense too so to do that against them that was impressive yeah um so yeah I think they're going to be really dangerous in the playoffs and I think this week tells you why 100 percent 100 percent yeah yeah all right, now it's – I mean, I have some takeaways from the Chiefs-Broncos games that I want to share as well. So, yeah. I want to say that the Chiefs' offense and defense stepped up big time in the second half. Uh, both teams were great offensively and defensively. The play of the game was the forced fumble by Melvin Ingram, the third. And then the fumble return touchdown by Nick Bolton. Mm-hmm. The – the running game by the Broncos was fantastic. The Chiefs passing game and running game were, were fantastic as well. Uh, and the running game and passing game by the Broncos was fantastic. Uh, the Chiefs passing game and running game were fantastic as well. The best players for the Chiefs were Patrick Mahomes II, Derek Gore, Jarek McKinnon, Daryl Williams, Meikle Hardman, Byron Pringle, Travis Kelsey, Demarcus Robinson, Nick Bolton, Legarius Sneed, Juan Thornhill, Charvarius Ward, Mel- Melvin Ingram III, Derek Nanadi, Harrison Bucker, and Tommy Townsend. And then the best players for the Broncos were Drew Locke, uh, Melvin Gordon III, Javante Williams, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Michael Ojemudia, Ojemudia, Caden Stearns, Kyle Fuller, Jonas Griffith, Baron Browning, Bradley Chubb, and Sam Martin. What do you think of these takeaways? Yeah, I, uh, I pretty much agree with them. They, All right. I get it. Cool, um, cool. All right, do you have anything else to say on the Cowboys, Eagles, and Chiefs-Broncos takeaways? Nope. 
All right, cool. Now let's go to with predictions for week 18 matchups. Uh, who did you have winning this game, the Packers or the Lions? Uh, Packers. Yeah, I have the Packers as well. Uh, I like the way they've been playing, so I'm going with the Packers. Uh, that, that was the Packers are my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you have winning this game, Colts or Jaguars? Colts. Yeah, I have the Colts as well winning this game too. Like the way they've been playing. Yep. All right, now let's go to the football team versus the Giants. Who do you have? Who do you? Oh, uh, the football team. All right, cool. I have the football team as well. Like the way they've been playing. Uh, so, yeah. All right, now let's go to the Bears and Vikings. Who do you have in this game? Uh, I got the Bears. Yeah, I got the Bears as well. I think they get their revenge on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They have that spark. So, I think they get their revenge on the Vikings and yeah. they get the win. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, also, who do you have in this game? The Texans, the Texans or the, the Titans or the Texans? Titans. I have the Titans as well. I like the way they've been playing. So, yeah. All right. Who do you have in this one? The Steelers or the Ravens? Um, I have the Steelers. All right. Cool. Uh, I have the Ravens in this one. Uh, I think they get their revenge for what happened last time. Last time these teams faced in the regular season, I get they they, they get their revenge. Yeah, so yeah, game. yeah, it should be a great game. All right, now let's go to the Bengals and Browns. Who do you have in this one? Who do you have in this one? Oh, uh, I got the Bengals. Yeah, I got the Bengals as well. So yeah, I I like the way they've been playing. So I'm going with them. All right, now let's go to the 49ers. And Rams, who do you have in this one? Um, I got the Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams as well, like the way they've been playing. So I'm going with them. All right, who do you have in this one, Panthers or Buccaneers? Um, I got the Buccaneers. Me too. I like the way they've been playing. So, yeah, going with the Bucks in this one. All right, now Seahawks and Cardinals, who do you have in this one? The, uh, I got the Cardinals. All right, cool. I got the Cardinals as well. I like the way they've been playing. They're coming off a really strong win against the Cowboys too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going with the Cardinals in this one. like the way they've been playing. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Patriots is offense. Who do you have in this one? Um, I got the Patriots. All right. I got the Patriots as well. like the way they've been playing. So I'm going with the Patriots in this one. Not that the Dolphins uh, haven't. Uh, had a great run of games. Uh, but I'm going with the Patriots in this one. Yeah, I think I'm going with the Patriots in this one. So, yeah. Uh, I like the... They've uh, They're... Uh, I think they're a little bit better right now. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not that the Dolphins are a bad team by any means. They're really solid on both sides of the ball. I'm just, I think the Patriots are a little bit better. Yep. So yeah, going with the Patriots in this one. All right. Uh, Saints and Falcons. Who do you have in this one? I got the Saints. Yeah, I got the Saints as well. I think they get that win over the Falcons. So I, I like them to win that game. I think they can get the job done on both sides of the ball. So yeah. Saints for the win there. And then I who do you have in this one, Jets or Bills? Um, I got the Bills. All right, I got the Bills as well. I like the way they've been playing, so I'm going with the Bills. All right, now who do you have in this one, Chargers or Raiders? Um, Chargers. Ooh. All right, all right. Uh, I got the uh, Raiders in this one. Uh, yeah, it should be a close one for uh, for the playoffs. So it'll be a good game, I think. Yeah, it's saying it's also saying that Darren Waller uh, is expected to play tonight too. Oh, nice! And there's another tweet saying uh, from Taylor. 
Bishoti saying that I'm told hashtag Raiders running back Josh Jacobs and uh, tight end Darren Waller will both play tonight. So, yeah, I like the Raiders in this one. I think they've had some really good wins. Uh, They've had some really solid wins. Uh, So I'm going with the Raiders in this one. All right. Um, Yeah, and also just want to say thank you to the articles that I used. Thank you to all the people who wrote the articles that I uh, referenced in this episode. Thank you to those people who uh, wrote them and thank you to the uh, and Twitters as well. Thank you to the Twitters that I referenced as well. So yeah. Also, I just wanted to add one more thing. Um, Justin Fields will not be in, uh, will not be playing tonight, unfortunately. Hopefully he can get better as soon as possible too. Yep. Yeah. Justin uh, He is on the COVID. He was placed on the COVID list. Uh, wait, hang on one second. Uh, yeah, no, Justin will. Uh, it had said that uh, Justin Fields was on the COVID list and that Andy Dalton would be starting. Yep. Yeah. Again, uh, hopefully anyone that's not, that's not healthy, hopefully they can get healthy as soon as possible. So yep. yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for the show. Uh, Ethan, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Michael. No problem. You're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, have a good rest of your day. All right. Thank you, you too. Take care. Have a good one. And uh, guys, uh, take care, guys. Have a good one. Okay, bye. See you. Bye. Bye.